Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio KW. So in the first half of today's episode, we talked about five fascinating facts about dogs. And contrary to our myth-busting episode, all of our facts today have been fact-checked and they are all legit and real and true to the best of our knowledge based on the available research out there. So <laughs> thanks, internet. Right. <laughs> so, Mackenzie, why don't you tell us the first fact? Okay, this one is another warm and fuzzy one. I like this. Okay, so a recent study shows that dogs are among a small group of animals who show voluntary unselfish kindness towards other without any reward. I want to read this study. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I wonder what other animals are in this group as well. I, maybe dolphins? I have a feeling. And maybe elephants. You think so? I betcha. I betcha. Yeah, I find that um, super interesting because I just from like a research perspective, um, I'm so curious as to how how they studied that. Um, cause that would be a very, especially if you're working with different animals, um, that, that would be a very challenging thing to study. So I'd be curious to know what that looked like and, um, but that's very neat. And I believe it. Dogs do nice things for us. And for each other too. Like I look at my having two dogs in a home, like I look at mine sometimes and, and think like, I don't know. Well, maybe this is a bad example, but like you look at you look at young puppies with like older dogs sometimes and you can see that the older dog can be a little more, you know, like careful around young puppies. It really depends on the dog, but I I, I see it. I, I agree. We should dive into this one a little bit more, but I do think it is uh, a very cute fact. Super cute. Okay. Next one. Yawning is contagious, even for dogs. Now I feel a yawn coming on. Oh, like yeah, me too. You, you said yawn. <laughs> it's going yeah. to happen. No, stop. Now I'm resisting it. Okay. So research shows that the sound of a human yawn can trigger one from your dog, and it's four times as likely to happen when it's the yawn of a person they know. So a while ago, I read up that if your dog yawns after watching you yawn, or I guess hearing you yawn, um, it means they love you. I don't know if this is true. <laughs> this is just something like an urban legend, I guess I heard, but um, I do think it's adorable and I have tried it before and it does work. <laughs> okay. So I've never tried that, but have you ever interrupted your dog's yawn? Cause that's fun. You're I just... haven't. That's you just mean. stick. You just stick a finger in their mouth when they're yawning. Oh, I know. I have not. It's done really that. funny. Marshall okay. gets very upset. He'll be yawning, and I just stick my finger in his mouth. Oh, that's so mean. I'll, I'll try. I'll just. I just. Uh, I'm curious to see what they do. Oh. I'm gonna yawn. It's happening. Oh yeah, it's coming for me too. <laughs> yeah, there it is. Done. All right. Oh, we got two from Justine. <laughs> no, they're both like half yawns. I can't do it because I'm laughing. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, moving along. All right. Uh, this one is a little more biology re related. So 
Dogs have about 1,700 taste buds, which is not very many. Humans have between two to 10,000 taste that buds. That is a huge range. Yeah, that is. I think it depends on if you, like, burn some off, like, eat too, <laughs> too hot a pizza one day, and I don't know, you burn off. Me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never like, wait for my food to cool. <laughs> I think every human who loves pizza does that. But, um... Yeah, which is interesting. So they don't have as many taste buds, but of course, as I think most of us know, their sense of smell is incredible. It's 40 times better than ours. Dang. Yeah. So um, with that super snoot, uh, dogs are used to diagnose particular conditions or alert their owners if they need more medication. Even dogs have been trained to sense covid cancers, uh, so many other diseases. Um, Obviously, guide dogs and service dogs to all capacities are a huge, huge help to individuals. And um, yeah, it's all based on smell. Yeah, you see this really often. Like what I think of when I first hear of this is um, with people who have seizures and they Mm -hmm. have a support dog or a service animal that helps them with that. And often the dog can actually, obviously the dog can't do anything once they're having a seizure, but the dog can usually detect before the seizure happens. Um, so then they can prepare and make sure the person is in a safe space if they're going to have um, yeah. have a seizure. So yeah. interesting. Yeah, and some dogs are even trained to like if uh, a person is, is going down quickly to actually catch a human um, before they hit the ground and to, oh. to use themselves as pillows. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, dogs. But one more quick <laughs> thing just to tie into this is dogs can actually breathe and sniff at the same time. Did you know that? I did not know that. I know. <laughs> I read that and I was like, you're kidding me. So they actually have, uh, their noses are designed that they can smell into their nose and the smell can stay. And at the same time, they can use their lungs so they can literally smell and breathe at the same time. Whereas like us as humans, obviously we have a nose, we breathe in through our nose, but we can't breathe and smell at the same time. It's you can try it, but it doesn't work. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I'm breathing. Am I smelling? So interesting. Very, uh, yeah. Yeah. Huh. So, yeah, they can. That's why, again, they're super, super sniffers. All right. So, next, what is it, Justine? <laughs> okay, this is Marshall. And this is a new habit of his. He just started this in the last couple months. When dogs kick backward after they go to the bathroom, it is not to cover it up, but to mark their territory using the scent glands in their feet. And they also sweat through their paws. Frito feet. I also think Marshall's paws smell so good. Yeah, I just said said that on a podcast. (laughs) That's actually the smell of their sweat. So, well, I think it smells good. (laughs) And and Marshall does this, so I'll be like picking up his poo, and he'll be kicking the grass and the dirt like in my face. Nice. (laughs) As I'm trying to pick up the poo, it's this new obnoxious habit he's picked up. He never did it, but I guess he's marking his territory. Yeah, I see dogs do this and I call it like a bull fight. Like they're getting ready to like fight a bull, right? Or like anyway, and um they that's I just find find it adorably cute, and, but that's not what it's about. It's about them saying, "Hey, this is my my spot. Screw off." So, I think he does it more around our condo building than anywhere else. So that makes now, sense. Now you'll you'll every time you see him do it. Yeah, yeah. I'll be assessing. Yeah. 
All right. What's that? I'll let you read this one because this one is for you. Of course. I had to add this one in. Okay. <laughs> so did you know that greyhounds can beat cheetahs in a race? Now, let me let me follow up with that. So while cheetahs can run twice as fast as greyhounds, so they can run up to 70 miles per hour, but they can only run, cheetahs can only run that for 30 seconds. Whereas a greyhound can maintain a speed of around 35 miles per hour for seven miles. So a cheetah might start out first, but a greyhound will over time take over. Isn't that incredible? Yeah, they'd win the long distance race. Yeah, it's nuts. It's nuts. I've seen videos of greyhounds racing thoroughbreds, and it's like super similar to watch like a greyhound race a freaking horse. It's, it's <laughs> nuts. Nuts. Um, okay, what is our last fact? Okay, so this one is about big dogs and little dogs. So <laughs> some dog breeds are taller and heavier, but according to the Guinness World Records, there's a mastiff named Zorba who is the overall largest dog to ever exist. Oh so, my God. And Zorba weighs 343 pounds. That is incredible. This dog measured <laughs> over eight feet from his nose to his tail. Okay, I honestly, that's not as incredible because I'm actually going to measure Marshall from tip to tail, and I bet you he is like six and a half feet long, tip to tail. Yeah, yeah. He's so long, but 343 pounds? What a beast. Yeah, he's been described about the size of a small donkey. That's like that's nuts. If you've ever been to the Donkey Sanctuary of Canada over in Guelph, like, and you see the size of the smaller donkeys, like, oh my god, right on a dog. Okay, anyway, best place ever if you've never been to the Donkey Sanctuary. By the way, highly recommend it. Not dog friendly because donkeys, but donkeys. Yeah, All right, good spot. <laughs> um, and then in the to flip it, so according to the Guinness World Record, the smallest dog ever recorded was Miracle Millie, the Chihuahua, who was born in 2011, and Millie was a <laughs> minuscule 3.8 inches tall and weighed <laughs> one pound. Yeah. That's so small. That is like, that is, I can't imagine, like, I would lose the dog in my house. I would step on it for sure. I would sit on her, the poor. Seriously injure it. Yeah, I'm not built for that type of animal in my house. No, good on Millie's owner. Um, but yeah, oh my god, yeah, one pound, three point eight inches versus three hundred forty-three pounds and over eight feet. So anyway, wow. all right. Well, that is a lot of dog facts, um, and we've really only just skimmed the surface today. So get out there and learn more about these lovely companions in our lives. We're gonna take a quick break, and we'll be right back for our lightning round. Mm -hmm. 